Hey, hey, spicy ladies. Welcome to this week's episode. This week has been a really big week in my personal life. And I'm so excited to share with you guys, you know, what's been going on, the lessons that I've learned from it, and really just how God has used this week to kind of reopen my eyes to a topic that I had been wanting to talk about. So um, in September, I started recording voice memos for the podcast and just like different ideas that I had of like, oh, I really want to talk about this. Oh, I really think this would be so good. Oh, this is a wise word that I heard before that I want to make sure I talk about on the podcast. So I've had this topic on my mind for a long time. And it's all about this idea of making smart pivots and how in our life we are faced with pivots that we can take or, um, you know, some people like to put it like we're faced with forks in the road and we got like, we get to choose which way we want to go to in our fork in the road and, or presented with opportunities to pivot from where we are and kind of move the ship a different direction. And that's what I did this week. I started a new job this week. I actually went from working a part-time job into working a full-time job, which is absolutely incredible. I'm going to be able to serve my family that much more. And, um, since I'm able to work a side business so efficiently, which is if you don't know, I have a business with a network marketing company that I work on the side of my job. And I have gotten to a point in that business where I'm able to run it efficiently. So I'm able to work a full-time job. I'm able to bring my family two streams of income. And I just want you to know that that's always available for you as well. There's always opportunity out in the world for you if you're looking for opportunity. And I am going to talk about the idea of opportunity in a different podcast, but I do want to share this with you. If like this opportunity was very much given to me and very much ordained by God, because this was something that I had prayed about for months and specifically asked like God closed doors that need to be closed and open doors that need to be open. So if you are finding yourself in the midst of making a decision or you are finding yourself feeling like you're not so sure that you should be where you are anymore, as far as maybe that means where you live or who you're with or, um, you know, the job that you're in that maybe the people that you surround yourself with, your friend circle, et cetera, et cetera. I just want you to know that that's a very powerful and specific and bold prayer that you can pray. Close doors that need to be closed and open doors that need to be opened. And this door was open for me to take this full-time job. And what's really beautiful about it is it's going to not only enhance um, I will not only enhance myself as a leader at my full-time job, but it will also help me in my business. So today I want to talk about the idea of pivoting and the power in changing your environment. And in fact, um, I'm reading a book right now called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks a lot about this in his book of how our habits are determined by our environment. That's one way that we can shape and build our habits, either kick old bad habits or start new healthy habits. And a lot of it has to do with our environment. Are you setting up your environment for success? I first want to start by telling you that if you're considering this, or if you are about to change your environment, it is absolutely normal for you to have, um, you know, feelings of nervousness or your or fear or you're anxious because I was so there. I was nerve wracked the week before I started my new job. I was scared. I was anxious. I mean, of course I was excited because I knew it was going to be good, but you're walking into the unknown. And I just want you to know when you walk into the unknown, it is normal to be fearful. You do not know what's going on. Your brain, in fact, is sending you messages of fear and nervousness and anxiousness to try and protect you from what is it is perceiving to be danger. So I just want you to know that those feelings 
feelings are absolutely normal. And sometimes, and in fact, my argument would be most times when we are about to start something new or we're about to change our environment, whatever that looks like. And when I say environment, I do mean like physically your environment. So, okay, like physically, I took a new job. I'm in a new location, but even your environment, as far as if you're going to introduce something new into your routine or you're introducing new people into your life, or you are, you are allowing people to exit from your life. And in that sense, you're changing your environment. And even like moving your home is something, it's a way that you're changing your environment. And sometimes, and in fact, like I said, my argument is most times when you are about to change your environment or you're about to make a change in your life, your brain is going to go to work to protect you because it's perceiving the unknown and the new as danger and as risk and as potentially life-threatening because your brain cannot tell the difference between that kind of risk and the risk of you like standing on the edge of a cliff. It's not able neurologically to, to tell the difference. Our brains um, evolved in the midst of um, the caveman era. And so we have brains that in our primitive nature are trying to just protect us. So I just want you to know, if you're having those feelings, that's not necessarily your brain or your gut or God telling you not to do it. That's the science behind your brain, trying to protect you from something new. And those feelings, like I highly encourage you to just feel them. Don't try to repress them or push them down. Just feel it. Oh, I'm scared because I'm walking into a new environment. I'm a little bit nervous because I'm walking into something new. I'm anxious because I'm making a big pivot in my life. It's all completely normal. And I'm going to let my body feel those feelings and then let them go. This episode is going to be like pretty conversational as well, but I also like think that a lot of times when I'm talking to people and I know I felt this for a little bit in myself, it's like we owe somebody something like before we make our exit, before we pivot, before we decide to do something new, it's like we owe somebody something, but I want to encourage you with this one. You do not owe anybody anything, especially, especially like specifically when we're talking about changing jobs or leaving a relationship, like especially those two big things, like two big areas in our lives. Again, we're, let's go back to the primitive. So we are, we are hardwired to do two things. We're hardwired to reproduce and we're hardwired to survive. So having a relationship that we are maybe going to make a pivot away from or pivot into is one, the idea of reproduction, just our primitive nature. And then on the other side of that survival. So when we're talking about leaving a job that again, is going, it's a primitive brain trying to make sure that we're going to survive. But I just want to encourage you with this is like, you don't owe anybody anything. And let's just talk about our employer. They pay you, you know, however long they pay you and you put in the work. So you do not owe anybody anything. And I think a lot of times, and I know this even in myself and conversations that I've had with other women specifically, I don't know that men necessarily have this problem, but I do notice it a lot in women is, and maybe men do have this problem. I just don't talk to a lot of men in my life, but in women, you know, we almost feel bad for leaving a job or we're like, oh, we're going to hurt, we're going to hurt our boss's feelings, or, or we're going to hurt our coworkers feelings, or we're going to upset somebody or this, that, and the other. And one, one, you're not responsible for anybody else's feelings Two, you don't owe them anything. And three, you have to do. So if your thought process is that you are thinking about others, that's totally fine. Like it's totally fine to serve and love and take care of others. I believe that that's one of the reasons that we were put on the earth is to serve others and care for them and love them as ourselves. Here's the thing. If that's your thought process, you have to do what's best for you so that others get the best of you. 
I think a lot of times we hear this saying of like, oh, well, I just got to do, you just got to do what's best for you. And we receive that in like a selfish way. But when you really break it down, when you start doing the things that are best for you, you become the best version of yourself. Therefore, you're able to give the best of you to others. So in fact, you stepping up and doing what's best for yourself, you making a pivot to be your healthiest and best self is going to benefit others in the long run. I know in myself, I made the transition into this new job and I had the best sales week in my business. Um, I would, I, I know for sure this year in 2022, but I would even venture to guess for the past six months, this has been my best week volume wise or sales wise that I've had in my that I've had in my business in the past six months. And not only the best sales wise and volume wise, which is amazing. Thank you, God, which is, and what's crazy too, is I, I actually am working more hours, but because I made a change in my environment and because I brought some new energy into my life, I was able to create new higher belief energy. And I was able to put new refreshed high belief energy and the best energy into my business and bring about the best sales and volume week that I've had in the past six months. And not only like best sales and volume, but I've also had the best energy. I've had the best week energy wise that I've had in a very long time. So here I am before I even step into this new job and I'm nervous and I'm anxious and I'm fearful and I don't know what it's going to bring. And yes, I'm excited and I know it's going to be so good. And I know God's going to do big things. And I know like I had an overwhelming piece about it. And sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. And I just want you to know that I had an overwhelming piece about it next to having fear and being a little bit anxious and being a little bit nerve wracked. Peace and fear can coexist. You can feel an overwhelming peace about something and still be a little bit scared about it. That's completely normal. It's called being a human being. Again, 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 your brain is just trying to protect you from something that's new. But all that being said, I had the best week energy wise. And it's because your energy is directly affected by your environment. If you are in an unhealthy, toxic environment, you are going to start developing an unhealthy, toxic energy. And I've talked about this in multiple episodes. If you surround yourself with people who complain a lot and who are like misery loves company, and they're always just in this low energy space and like live in this negative space, you are going to become that person. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And a lot of times for us, especially if you're somebody who still is working a part-time job or you're somebody who has a full-time career, your coworkers are people that you spend a lot of time with and arguably the most time with. You probably, you might see your coworkers more than you see anybody else. So it's very vital for you to pay attention to the people that you are surrounding yourself with. It's very important for you to take note of who your coworkers are and assess whether or not the environment that you are in is healthy for you anymore. And it could be, it could be an environment that was healthy for you when you started and has been healthy with you. And all of a sudden, no, maybe, you know, you're growing out of your environment. That's where I was. I grew out of my environment. It was time for me to step up and choose a healthier environment and an environment that was going to grow me more as a, as a person and specifically as a leader and the job that I took, I'm going to be able to be developed and grown as a leader 
And that will affect every other area of my life, specifically my business. But also as far as I'm concerned, if my strengths, cause I'm naturally a leader. So if my natural strengths are being strengthened, that's going to bring about benefits in every single area of my life. In myself, first and foremost, in my marriage, second, in my relationships with others, in my business, and then also at my full-time job because I'm being developed into the best version of myself. So I can give the best version of myself to others. It is more than okay for you to choose you. My argument would be it's required that you choose what is best for you, or you're never going to be able to give the best of yourself to others. It's not selfish. It's actually very selfless. And also it's okay to think about yourself for Pete's sake. This is a very frustrating topic for me because it's frustrating to watch women forsake themselves for the sake of others, thinking that they're serving others and doing what's best for others, not realizing that them sacrificing themselves and not being the best version of themselves means that they can't show up as the best version of themselves. Therefore, others don't receive the best version of themselves. And so they're really not serving others to the best of their ability. It is in your best interest to take care of yourself to the fullest extent and so that you can be the best version of yourself for yourself and then for others. What's fascinating is when I recorded this voice memo about this idea of pivoting, it was back in September and Drake had just dropped his new album. And I was thinking, you think about somebody like Drake and I had almost forgotten, but he used to be an actor. He was a teenage boy in a wheelchair on a show called Degrassi from Canada. We didn't know who this guy was, what he was going to do. And all of a sudden he makes this huge pivot in his career. He goes from, from pursuing an acting career to pursuing a music career. And look at him now. He is a mega star. He is mega famous. He is known worldwide because he made the decision to pivot. Has massive success. All because he made the decision to pivot. And don't get it twisted. I would put money, I would put all my savings on betting that Drake had all those feelings, being anxious, being fearful, being nervous. He was completely changing his career path in a huge way. He was choosing to leave the television to pursue a music career, completely changing his path and has massive success. But you know, I know just as well as you know, he also fought those feelings. The lesson that you learn from Drake is you never know what change could hold for you. And I don't know what he envisioned when he decided to, to pursue a music career. I don't know if he envisioned himself to be where he is right now. I would venture to guess that he probably couldn't see himself where he is right now. My guess would probably be, probably be that he could envision himself maybe making a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, not being a multi-million, if not billionaire. I don't know how much money he's worth. I, don't, I didn't look it up, but I would venture to guess that he, he did not see himself there. But he believed in himself enough to know, and he believed in the idea of you never know what change could bring. You never know what change could bring. 
And it's all, it's this also this idea of, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side, but I love this idea. I actually heard this first from Dabo Sweeney and he said, no, the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greenest where you water it. But let me tell you something, sis, that grass is not going to grow if it's living in dead soil. If the environment that you are in is dead and toxic and unhealthy, it doesn't matter how much you water it. It's not going to change. It's not going to grow. If it's not getting sunlight, if it's not being cared for and tended to, you're never going to get greener grass. And it might be in your best interest to change your environment and make a pivot in your life in order to move to healthier soil that then you can tend to and water and take care of. So my challenge to you today is to assess your environment. And it could be that you don't need to change your environment. It could be that you have completely healthy soil and you yourself are not watering the soil that you're in, but it could be that you do need to change your environment. So I would challenge you this week to pay very, very close attention to the people that you're surrounding yourself with and the environment that you're in. How do you feel when you walk into the door at work? How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Let's say you work from home. How do you feel when you wake up in the morning and you sit down to start working from home? How do you feel when you have to get on Zoom calls with your coworkers? How do you feel in those Zoom calls? Let's say if you do work from home, how do you feel if you go to work every day? How do you feel when you walk through the threshold? How do you feel in conversations with your coworkers? Start taking notice and take note of your environment, because if you are not where you want to be in your life, it could be because you need a better environment. You need a healthier environment. It could be that the environment that you're in is not an appropriate environment for the growth and the success that you want to have and the goals that you want to hit. Because it could be that God wants to give you all your goals and he wants to give you your successes. He wants to give you your dreams, but you might not be ready to receive those. You might be existing in an environment that's not ready to receive the blessings that you're asking for and the wins and the successes that you're asking for. Because God forbid you receive this shiny new plant, flower, whatever, bloom, and you try to plant it in dead soil and it just dies. That would be heartbreaking. So it could be that you need to change your environment. It could be that you are living in dead soil and it's time for you to go get new, refreshed, tended to, cared for, watered soil so that you can grow greener pastures. It very well could be that. But you're never going to know if you don't start taking notice of the people around you and your environment and what's going on because it affects you more than you probably even realize. It was affecting me more than I realized. And the evidence was very clear this week because I changed my environment and my energy completely changed along with my belief. And then my successes started coming along. Along with a culmination of consistency, don't get me wrong. It's not like it was like an overnight success. Don't hear that way. But I knew that I was, I was tending to this soil and I was putting in all this work, but something was off that I wasn't able to receive what God had for me. And it was recognition of a change in environment. And I have changed my environment and I'm starting to see greener grasses and a healthier soil. And it was also just time for me to grow. Don't hear me wrong. Sometimes we have just outgrown the soil that we're in. 
and we, it's time for us to move on. And now I'm like, really, I've, I have really committed to this garden soil analogy. <laughs> I just think that there's so much power in your environment. And if you have not read the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, I would highly encourage you to get a hold of that book. Um, I know I've linked it in show notes before. I'll make sure to link it again. I'll leave you with this. Think about when you were a kid and you would rearrange your room all the time and redecorate your room. And think about once you got all that done, once you cleaned up everything, how good it felt to walk into a new room. And you felt like you had like, Ooh, a new bedroom just because you rearranged that feeling. And that refreshment could be waiting for you right on the other side of a pivot. Hey, listen, if you love this episode, please do me a huge favor of leaving a review, leaving a comment and sharing this to your social media. I want to reach more powerful women like you who are looking to be the best version of themselves so that they can bring the best version of themselves to others.